Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren. And welcome to the Average Bikers in a Cave, a show where a group of bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews, and the big questions. If you like what you hear, then be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. On today's first ever episode, we will introduce ourselves, let you know a little bit about the show, chat about some of the big news, and tackle this week's big question. License rules and tests today. Is it too tough or is it not tough enough? As always, this week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant, with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Without further ado, let's dive straight in. So, with this being the first episode ever, we thought that it would be a, make sense to tell you a bit about the show and what to expect, and then, well, maybe a little bit about us. So let's start with the show. Our show is a chance for, I would say, a group of bikers. Right now it's only you and I, but eventually it'll be a group of bikers to talk about all things motorbike related, and some of it may be very loosely related. Yeah, I think probably quite a lot of it very loosely Aye. related. Yeah, it's like... We'll find the most tiniest strand of relevance between so, one thing and another. Yeah, guaranteed. And if I don't get to mention Lego at some point, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you I bought the Ducati Technics Lego model? Oh, my God. Uh, Is that to go? You got, you got the Harley one, didn't you? You bought the Fat Bob right. one. So, anyway, we digress. See, we already digressed. Carry on. <laughs> each week, <laughs> each week, unfortunately, we'll be your hosts. Um, but on occasion, we will be joined by some of our other colleagues and like-minded idiots who will quite happily drop in I say colleagues, that sounds terrible you I know, mean they are our friends friends even that a stab in the dark, but they'll join us and they'll share folk. their <laughs> folk uh, they'll share their, their opinions and their thoughts um, on some of the stuff that we're talking about each week Yeah, every week we'll check in um, not that much is happening in lockdown but we'll, you, know, you never know, things might, things are changing yeah. they're changing soon you know, um, any excuse to get on your bike. Can't Good. believe how many loaves of bread I've gone for recently. Um, we'll catch up on anything news-wise in the biking world, um, whether that's like a new bike launch, test rides, which hopefully we'll try, try and get in. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Big thumbs up from Darren. that. Regulation changes, insights, and, you know, anything that kind of grabs our attention throughout the week that we're, we're aware of, yeah. Yeah, and I think the main feature for us every show, every week, um, will be... The big question. I should have got some nice. At the big, I should have got some sort of like funky. You know what I mean that will be to come. Anyone I will work on that. Yeah, anyone wants to suggest <laughs> or record it for us and send it in. I will. Exactly. Royalty free, of course. Of course um, but yeah, the big question every week will be something that we identify as a, a topic or a, a point of interest that we can literally debate the absolute life out of, um, and we'll. We'll just hammer it. We will literally hammer the guts at it. Yeah. It'll be bike related. Yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Kind of yeah, obviously. we're not. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Thornton's chocolates and. No. Yeah, you know I mean, 
Although that would be a good debate. Well, then what if they bring out a chocolate motorbike? Well, that's different. It's motorbike related then. So that gets away with it. So never say never. No, never say never. Um, Obviously, as we grow the show, um, we'll look to get some industry experts and some um, professionals in to share their viewpoint with us. Um, And you never know. Maybe a wee cheeky Z-list biker celebrity in for a wee cheeky blether would be quite interesting. So fingers crossed, we'll hopefully we'll evolve as we grow. Um, but yeah, and again, we'll try at some stage to get some lovely listener input. Um, maybe some questions and topics and things that you guys find interesting and want to talk about. I want us to explore a bit more. So now that you know what to expect from the show, or... What loosely to expect from the show? It was very vague, wasn't it? Was it? very vague, yeah. You know, the more vague. The you wouldn't know that we'd actually worked on this, but yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> Let's give us a wee bit about ourselves. Um, I've sat myself, uh, Ian here, uh, and I am 47, 47 years old. What are you? I didn't think you were. I, I've known you for years, and I didn't think you were that old. I thought we were closer than that. Is that right? Aye. I did. Because you're in your fifties, course, Dan. So, oh, uh, you know what I mean? uh, aye. So, Ian here, forty-seven. Dan, you can give away your age, mate. I should have thrown in a wah, 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 wah there. Yeah, uh, I heard doing post. Yeah, throw it in a wah. Uh, yeah, I'm forty four, coming on forty five. If that makes you feel better, Ian. Um, oh no, because that means I'm coming on forty eight. So it just completely negates the whole point there. So I thought maybe you just done forty seven. I thought uh, no, maybe you just no, a couple of months time. All right, we'll, we'll cut that out in Aye. post. Um, but yeah, forty eight, uh, forty eight, forty four. You forty eight. Oh, I'm forty four, gone forty five. Numbers uh, weren't a strong point on it. No, never, no. Aye. Um, and, then, and then I'm going to ask myself, how long have I been riding? Absolutely. 20 minutes, mate. <laughs> this year, none. Um, I've been riding four, four years, four and a bit years, including the whole CBT ring in the neck out of 125 for a year. Um, aye. What are you riding? I am riding. Tell the lovely people about your... Absolute stunner. Uh, my my bike is a <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I should have cleared that up. Your bike. Clarify that you know this is not. But we aren't taking a kind of strange tangent in the in the podcast here. We told the, you it'd be loose. I am riding a 2018 Triumph Street Cup, which I got from you. Um, so uh, it's a Bonvo T100 engine and 900 uh, two strokes. So uh, nice wee bike. Uh, it looks like a wasp. Essentially, black and yellow. And it goes like a wasp in traffic. Absolutely. I'm not going to mention the Tron incident. We'll we'll cover that much later in life. We'll Um, we'll cover that when we do action cams and maybe add some special (laughs) effects on the video. Uh, Track Street Cup, um, which I've had since 2018. I've been riding since about 2004. Um, I'm not even going to do the maths here, 17 years, something like that. Tell Tell the story. I know this is us going off on a tangent, but tell the story. The day... The day you, you passed your big test, well, it wasn't really a big test back then, it was just kind of getting them away, but you passed the big Aye. test and you decided, oh, I've seen a bike, I'm going to go on holiday. Aye, well, basically, um, 2004, passed a bike test on the Friday, phoned up uh, the lovely guys at the Suzuki Garage in Cooper and Fife. Um, who Which, if anyone doesn't know, is like, like, kind of northeast of Scotland, Aye, it's, it's up there. You'll talk like that. Um, and there's great fish and chips. Well, I, I'll, I'll give them that. The fish and chips is amazing in there. Uh, so I found out the guys coupon five saw a GSX F six hundred. I think it was about, I think brand new. It was only about three and a half grand, so it was brilliant, right? Great price. Uh, phoned them up. 
um, had just been made redundant, had money sent in the bank from when I worked for the AA, and this was black and yellow, so I thought, it's a, it's a sign, it's a sign, it's my favourite colours, it reminds me of Batman, you know, so, um, so just passed my test, phoned them up, put the deposit down on it, and then went to a Canada for five days, <laughs> literally, came back on the Friday from Canada, um, drove to Cooper on the Saturday, bought the bike, rode at home in probably the worst weather I have ever ridden a bike in in my life. I mean, you've just passed your test. You've passed it on a nice, simple Suzuki 500. You've you've then got on to this, well, it's not mega sporty, but when you've never ridden a bike like that before, it's pretty sporty, and you hit the fourth road bridge with hail that's hitting you for the sides. Um, you get across shots, and it's like snowing, you know, in October. And... Uh, Literally got home with my first bike, pristine condition, brand new, couple of miles and drops it. Drops it on its side, slipped in the mud, ended up my arse. And uh, yeah, so that was a, uh, I've learned very quickly to be very careful. When have you ever, dro- have you ever dropped a bike since though? I have dropped that one again twice, but it's doing this later. No, I don't think I've dropped a bike since. I've had that ninja, I had a ninja as well, and then I had to. And then I took a wee break, went to New Zealand for a wee while, so I took a wee break from riding, and then uh, get back. So I've never dropped a ninja, never dropped a Triumph, but I did drop that GSX a few times. Good to learn on the first one, though. Absolutely. Um, I am riding a 2020 BMW 1250 RT, the new shift cam one, not the one with the lovely, shiny, full 10-inch TFT dash in it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, still very, very nice. It's it's a, it's an absolute. It's just like a couch on two wheels. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it's surprisingly sporty. Um, I'm currently doing my IAM, which you mean we'll talk about advanced riding, whether we should, shouldn't, and all that right, kind of good got, stuff. I've later. got a friend's going to come on a podcast who's um an IAM instructor and does tours and stuff. So we'll, we'll speak to Hugh when he comes on in a few weeks' time, hopefully. Yep. Um, and it's surprisingly nimble. Running the bends for such a big unit, it's light, but it just looks uh, absolutely massive. Um, I've had, I've had probably more bikes than I probably should have. Been, in in the four years you've been riding, you've had more bikes than me. I think, to be honest. Aye, I think I've, I've had seventeen years. I've been riding. I've had two Harleys, a GS, and now that LT, and that's not including my one two five. But this one definitely I'm going to keep for. Well, I will leave that there. <laughs> case the wife's listening Absolutely yeah, you know. <laughs> Although I can read the Her Ninja I'm on her insurance For Her Ninja yeah. Just the fact that It's had a link Taken out it To make it that wee bit lower I'm like a monkey On a trike At a circus It's probably, it's probably good to, dis- to let you know At this point in time That, that Darren is a tall I'm, um, a, I'm a big boy Big guy And I'm a wee short ass. So Aye. You know um, so I wouldn't say short ass. That's a bit harsh Five foot seven I'm short, short And, and I've got a long Long body and wee legs So you know, I just look at Darren's bike and think to myself, um, somebody give me a ladder. But yeah, I've surprisingly got short legs. Have you? I am surprisingly, I have surprisingly short legs. I just let, make up for it by trying to get on my tiptoes. And I'm not going to let that stop me buying a really nice bike. No, fair enough, I. You know, it's just not worth it. I'd much rather enjoy it. Although, aye, well, we'll cover that later. Aye. aye. There's, there's new technology on the horizon in certain bikes, which makes that a thing of the past, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, dream bike Ian Dream bike um, That's kind of difficult That changes every week At the moment I'm really really Looking at the new Speedmaster Prime Speedmaster It just looks oh, yes. It's kind of so old school 
and it's styling, but it just looks like, like a kind of short ass leg person's comfy bike. Um, so from that point of view, um, that's probably the one. If if somebody gave me the cash tomorrow, get and buy. You know, um, uh, uh, I'm not a fast rider. I'm forget the Tron incident. Uh, unless I'm expecting a meeting for somebody in Spain, I'm not a fast rider. But um, you know, I just like to kind of um, you know plod along. The Speedmaster just looks nice and comfy. You know, so at the minute. But ask me next week. That's I mean, a good choice. Ask this question that is week. a good choice. A, the Speedmaster is lovely. It'll be a different bike next week. You know, aye, when I first aye, started, first time I was ever on a bike was in the back of a Honda VFR, and it was before the Honda VFR was like super electronic. And they're still making them. I know, I know, I saw that. And uh, it was it was like before they were like super electronic with all the traction control and all that. And um, back roads of um, Orpington of all places, um, at a hundred miles an hour, sitting in the back of my mate's VFR, and that's what, and that was why I was like, yeah, I want one of these, and I want a. So, so I've always had a soft spot for the so, old Honda VFR. So that's what got you into biking? Aye, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Being on the back? Yeah. Uh, that got me into biking and redundancy for the AA got me the money <laughs> to get into biking. Aye, because I think everybody listening knows and appreciates the fact that it's an expensive lifestyle. You know, you can turn, you can say to yourself, right, you, and I said, I, I used this as justification. I said, look, to my wife, it's dead, they're dead cheap to run, you know, hardly any petrol, you know, and everything like that, you know, you don't mention the very short uh, service service <laughs> intervals, you don't mention the, the gear, you don't mention all the wee tweaks and the toys, and of course when you're, you know, currently I think I've got about six motorbike helmets, because, you know, you just like to, variety is a special aye, life. Aye, and why would you not have six helmets? Exactly. I mean, um, and then, aye, six helmets, and then you end up with six jackets to match the helmets, and... I know it gets it gets crazy. Yeah, it does get crazy. Um, what were you? Dream bike? I'm with you. Uh, not on the speed. Well, I do like Speedmaster. I do like. It's going to sound like we're trying fanboys here. I do uh, like the bobber. I do still like the bobber. I think it's such a lovely little thing. Bike, my yeah. my youngest daughter wouldn't forgive me though because she loves being on the back and the bobbers well has no pillion. Yeah. Um, I've always been a massive fan of the Ducati Diavel. The Diavel's just that. talked about that, that's true. That's you know what true. I mean? Um, but again, doesn't it lend itself well to, to passengers? Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough call. Dream bike, if somebody turned around and went, there's 50 grand, you don't yeah. need to get rid of your own bike, you can just go and buy another one. I'm going to be controversial here. I'd probably buy a live wire. And it's you've been on it. You've had, you've and had I've a, been you've on, I, and I've been on that, and purely because it's just a whole different experience. And I wouldn't. I mean, doesn't there's, there's no way you get a pillion in the back because it's absolutely tiny. Aye, the seat in the back is just ridiculous. But as a as taking it out for like a an hour's blast or gone maybe a 40, 50 mile run on a Sunday or something, it'd be great. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just instant power. Mm. Um, but I don't if, think that's controversial as much as maybe just. I mean, it's going to be the future, isn't it, eventually? You know, well, I mean, aye, and Triumph are coming out with their own. I was you know reading mean? that the other day, so and stuff, so... 20-minute charge time, that's the that's going to be a game-changer. Aye. Because that's literally... I mean, I can go and fill the car up with petrol and spend 20 minutes in the petrol station. So, charging a bike's not going to be an issue. Um, it, take, it takes a while to pick your Pringles, let's be honest. You know what I mean? It does, it yeah. does. Um, and then sit in a wall and eat them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> in one sitting. In one sitting. In one sitting. And pr- we promise that we'll no do that on the podcast because that would just be, yeah. that would just be hard listening for anyone. Um, dream trip. 
What would be your ideal dream trip? Matter of fact, let's spice it up. Let's say dream trip on any bike. What would it be? Good question. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, everybody says Route 66 and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I've seen a lot of stuff. I've watched a lot of stuff in Route 66 and it doesn't, it? there's bits of it that look interesting. But there's an awful lot of it that looks just like offy straight and offy boring, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, it's like they do it. Uh, it's just big straight roads for a uh, lot of it. I mean, the North Coast 500, right, is an absolute must. Aye, and I think, we, I think once obviously... Restrictions and everything. I was going to say chaos is, ah, is past, and I think that's definitely something we should look into. We could even do, we could even do nice vlogs and stuff like that on Aye, the trip. Absolutely, and turn that into a whole series. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's that's easy to do, you know. And I think sometimes you forget some, you know, how close some of the nice routes are that you've got in Scotland that you could just you can do that. Uh, round Ireland would be amazing, especially down Cork and Kerry way and all that down that way. Um, and Dingle and all these kind of places, um, you know. But, but I suppose if I had the skills, and I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't say I've got the skills, but something like you know, like the, do the Dakar rally and a bike. Or something. Or something like that. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, whoa, you know, something like that would be would be pretty uh, incredible to do. Um, you know, aye, that's just scares the life out of me. Oh, it scares the life out of me too, but if I, and I don't think I've ever got the skills to do it or the long enough legs, but, you know, we'll go back to the legs thing. But, uh, you know, that. Um, but see, generally, just getting on a bike and going anywhere. Uh, anywhere, anywhere's just, I think... Anywhere's I, better than nowhere. I think I think appreciate that mere now, having been in a year of lockdown, because I think you're at the point, or I was definitely at the point, because I use my bike all the, all the time. Mm. You know I mean, I purposely got rid of my motor so that, you know I mean... It was an ex- it wasn't an excuse to go on the bike, but I was literally hardly ever using my car, so there's no point in having it. But you're right. I think going anywhere at the minute that's not in your local catchment area, you know I mean, or your local level zone or whatever they're calling it these days, um, it's just an absolute joy. Do you know what I mean? Even if it is just a blast up to the Green Valley, um, for a cup of coffee and back again yeah. would be a an absolute joy. So if, if you're lucky enough to um listen to this from somewhere more exotic than the west coast of Scotland, although <laughs> west coast of Scotland for some people is exotic, but um, you know, if you do come to the west coast of Scotland and you're a biker, you will experience the joys of the Green Willie and fried maggots and a breakfast. Do you know what I mean? Aye, if you if anyone's not online, we'll do a bit of a, a drop. But there's a there's a whole load of YouTubers have done the North Coast 500, but I've shown it from a riding up the west coast way up along Loch Lomond and up um, the Green Willie and aye. through like. Glencoe and stuff like that. So if you get a chance, get on there. The one, the, the the first one I ever watched on it was a guy called TMF, so the Mizzenden Flyer, and his was just it was like I think he did about six or seven videos, and it was kind of little stages all the way around, and it was absolutely tremendous to watch. And it was like you forget. I think I think we forget. I think we take it for granted just how stunning some of the the views we've got here. Are. Um, and yeah, I, I was lucky enough to spend seven months in New Zealand. Over the course of a couple of years, um, and uh, New Zealand's stunning. I would take a bike around New Zealand happily, you know, especially the South Island is just amazing. Um, and uh, I'd love to do that. But when friends that we met over there came to Scotland, they were they were blown away by Scotland, and it just reminds you, you know, that when it's just when it's right in front of you, you, you forget how. I, I think that's I'm with you. The whole Route sixty six thing is a great idea, but I think a lot of it would be quite. Dull, mm-hmm. um, 
used and, to be really dangerous before, aye, before and, they kind of aye and you see these guys going oh I'd love to do it on a Harley and all that and you're going it's a lot of miles to cover on a Harley and I'm not slighting Harleys because I've had a couple but it's a lot of miles to cover on a Harley um, especially on maybe roads that aren't as maintained as some of the freeways and stuff like that for me I'm I'm like you North Coast 500 definitely has to be done maybe even extending it to take in the aisles so take in Sky and stuff like that yeah. as well which I'd love to go cool. up to Orkney with a bike and just Oh, I'd love to go up the Orkney with a bike and a drone just have the drone follow you, especially over the, you know, where the where they scuttled the German fleet in the World War One and all that. It's just, just don't go up the A nine; it might get taken out by a RAF plane. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> taken out. Um, I think if I was doing somewhere that was fairly close to home, without including home, I think I'd do Norway. I think I'd do the Arctic Circle mm. and kind of ride up through the. Kind of scanning in Norway and yeah. up to the Arctic Circle. Yeah, I'll be it. You've got to pick the right time of the year to do it, or it's just chaos. A bit like Scotland, but on stuff that I've looked at and seen, Norway is very similar to here. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and I I've suppose been, I've never been to Norway, I've been to Sweden, and I would lo- and, I, and I love Sweden, so yeah, yeah. just expensive for beer. Aye, you know what I mean? It's, which might not be a bad thing, um, but there you go. Nice one. Um, so there you go. That's like a good bit of buzz. You yeah, mean? yeah. I hope so, if if you're rating somebody drop at that point and you're still with us, then happy days. Brilliant. Thank you for keeping on listening. I know, right? Onwards and upwards. Let's move on to big news. Exactly. Like big news. Where's the jingle? I know. Uh, where's your jingle? I failed the game for the jingle. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Hey, no. Um, do what we'll do. We'll just talk crap for a couple of seconds. You can cut that. And put a jingle in, and then we'll just go straight onto the heading. How's that? That's not a bad idea. All right, stories for the biking world. We've dug out some highlights from, I would say this week's MCN, but obviously we're we're kind of pre-recording, we were behind, so, I mean, it's... But it's, so, it's from, still, recent, from recent issues from of MCN. recent issues of MCN, is there a big pile? It's like a doctor's waiting room in the corner of the cave. Um, but, yeah. Right, Ian, I'll let you go first. What have you found? Uh, we've got Norton has a new factory. Norton bikes, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the jingle. So yes. TVS, the company who bought Norton, has been beavering away preparing the new factory for the past, I don't know, it seems to be forever, doesn't it? It's been kind of I know. hinted about and whispered about and talked about Aye. for quite a while. Um, but it's looking very close to it being ready. So according to TVS, new factory in Solar Park in Solihull. Solihull? Solihull. That's terrible. That's the used, used to go down to Solihull when I worked for the year. I used to have um, a thing near there we'd go down to. Um, I used to go, I, I've been doing a couple of times going to Jaguar Land Rover. I used to work oh, at a place aye. and we did um, transfer boxes for the Defender. And it was here, uh, down to uh, Solihull. Solihull's Birmingham, isn't it? Aye, aye. aye just as well, it'll be operational by the end of March, so um, it might even be operational by the time this podcast is out and kicking about, so you might have read about it. They're going to restart production of the Commando Classic model to honour those customers who paid a deposit on these Which bikes. is good. Well, Which aye, is, aye. is awesome. That was a long time ago that first came out, didn't it? And aye, and that was, that was terrible. Aye. You know what I mean? The, the, uh, well, we'll not dwell on it. No. You know I mean? If you if you're listening and you're one of those customers, then you're going to get your bike. Right? Happy days, and uh, you know, rightly so. Absolutely, you want to get it signed in gold by something, so it's worth something for you. Do you know what I mean? Well, I've got a thing about that in a minute. There you go. <laughs> uh, and then soon after, they're going to commence production on the V4 SS. 
the joint managing director has said that the opening of this state-of-the-art facility will create the foundations for a long-term future for Norton. Which is good. It is mean? good, especially considering what's happening with the pandemic and all that, and lots of places, you know, kind of closing down, having that level of... You're, aye, you're drifting away there. You're I wasn't drifting away. Aye. I was drifting away dreaming of a better I you were, time. I thought you were nodding off. I thought, aye. oh, here we go. Drifting away, dreaming of a better time from the HUD industry. <laughs> you're thinking you want an Norton now. You better go back and change that dream bike to an no, I'm, I'm still going with the Speedmaster. TVS, but, I think, are actually Tech Mandrel. Are they? Uh, me and Ian used to work at a place before that had a partner that was tech, part of Tech Mandra. And TVS, I'm sure, is Tech Mandra's vehicle services division or something. Cool. Anyway, that, as, as, as the manager director said, it's um, hopefully going to be a long-term uh, sustainable future for, for Norton and, uh, and in the UK, which is brilliant. So yeah, Good news. Happy good days. Good stuff. Talking about signed bikes, um, there's a new bike from Bruff Superior. If anyone doesn't know what Bruff Superior is, then go and Google it because their bikes are absolutely stunning. They are super expensive, though. I was um, going to say they're not quite, they're not quite a couple of quid, are they? No, that's lottery winning bike up there with your Aston Martin uh. venture thing. Um, they're creating a new special ultra limited edition version, so it's not just an ultra edition or a limited edition or a special. It's a special ultra limited edition of um, the, the the SS one hundred V twin, which doesn't sound like much to people, but it's like a sixty grand base bike. They're calling it the SS one hundred Bert Levac. So it's named after a famous racer. Um, I think back in the kind of early nineteen hundreds, um, he was an engineer, a racer, a, a tuner. Um, he earned the nickname the Wizard of Brooklands because the. There's a, a, a banked um, circuit in Surrey, um, which is obviously called Brooklyn's. Mm. And apparently some of the stuff he did on there was out of this world. Um, and that's back in the 1900s where, you know I mean, bikes were different and safety was different and all that stuff. So um, it's a 997cc 90-degree V-twin um, that produces 100 brake horsepower, which doesn't sound like much, but the fact that it'll be such a little light, nimble thing, it'll be an absolute Aye. rocket. Um, I th- um, again, I don't tend to get hung up too much on the, the whole brake horsepower because I think it's all relative, really. I think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of bikes don't even tell you that; they just tell you the torque, don't they? So Aye. Well, Harley, are free, Harley are infamous for that. Yeah, they never. I think the the new, I think the new Pan America tells you, but I think that's just a one off. I, I have think. to confess it. I'm not a mechanically minded. I'm I'm the no. I'm your non mechanically minded biker. That if something goes on my bike, I get somebody else to fix. Aye. You know what I mean, so I'm not that. In, I'm not a big. I'm not. I don't obsess over the numbers anymore. No, you know? it's the basic stuff. You know what the the the, the, the displacement, the horsepower, the torque. That's about all you really need. Know. And does it sound good you know, and go? It's monkeys. not. You know, we'll probably get some people on it. If you know, for for those that like a bit more detail, some of the, the guests will come in and give you a bit more kind of you know techie stuff. Techie stuff. Techie right, stuff. Exactly, you know, but I, I'm very much like that colour. I <laughs> 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 ooh, that's nice. Does that come with luggage? Uh, which uh, oh my god, maybe I'm fifty. Maybe I'm actually fifty and I just don't realise it. I need to check my birth certificate. Isn't it grey on you yet, mate? So you're all right. Uh, grey on. Noticeable. Grey on. Um, it's a big retro style bike. Um, with nice big eighteen inch wheels, two hundred and thirty millimeter quadruple front disc brakes on it, which. Sounds if you need a brake that size, you really it's needing stopping power, which insinuates that it's going to go fast. Um, as always with Bruff, though, it is absolutely stunning. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. It's absolutely gorgeous. Why is it a special ultra limited edition? I hear you cry. 
and this comes back to your having it signed, there's only going to be nine made. Oof. <laughs> that is... I know. I think Aston Martin... a bit of a weird number, isn't it? No. You know I mean? It's a bizarre number. Have they um, only got enough room for like a single digit on it? Maybe they've... they've I, I don't know. You know. Is the tank that slim that you mean? Exactly. Aye. We, can, we can't do ten. We can't put two digits in the tank. No, but they're going to they're gonna mark on it the, the number of the bike, obviously. So maybe that is something. Maybe they're like, oh, yeah, you know I mean? Ten would like put the price up by ten grand. We've got two digits on it. Um, but it's going to have Levac signature right across the tank. Which is gonna look, you know I mean? Again, amazing, if you've yeah. got the money, I would, you know I mean, prof superiors probably, are just. I would stunning. imagine they've probably already pre-ordered. And I guarantee, kind of you, if there's only nine made, it's going to hold its money. Aye. You know what I mean? You could probably ride it for a bit and sell it and get all the money back. It's probably already a space in Jay Leno's garage for one of them. Can't say any more than that. You've <laughs> probably just summed that right up. Aye. What have we got next? There you go. So I, I Google it. I'm sure there's loads of nice pictures out there. I mean, so. Uh, what we got the new 2021 Kawasaki Versus 1000 uh, the popular around Versus 1000 this year is getting a bit of an overhaul so the base model is going to go and it'll be replaced with a 100S uh, it's going to cost a wee bit more than its predecessor so £1,700 more Just, you know suppose. we get wet because £1,700 Disney £1,700 in the grand scheme of things of a bike and Aye. this is going to sound like I've got loads of money to burn. I really don't. I'm no. skint. But 1700 quid's not that much on when you're getting a refresh on a bike. Aye, so no, it depends absolutely. what you're getting. At. Yeah, it's a starting price of 1300 or 12999 Um You're getting... 13000 even. 13000 1300 quid. I'd have been right out and bought one. If I wouldn't be here recording if this. We, if we go back to the... <laughs> we're not very good with numbers, but... Do you know what I mean? Uh, 13000 yeah. Which is uh, still good value. It's a 1043cc <laughs> engine. I mean... Versus is for what you get in a Versus is just it's great money. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Um, sixteen valve in line four. It produces one hundred and eighteen brake horsepower again. You know, it's two hundred fifty five kilos wet with a standard seat height of eight hundred and forty millimeters, which just scares the bejesus out of me for being able to even get my leg over the top of that. But that's just how short. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Aye, true. Uh, show semi-active suspension, heated grips. Cornering lights, up and down quick shifter, four rider modes that are linked to the traction control, TFD dash, and all the usual stuff. So that's all the extra stuff you're getting on top of all the usual stuff in your versus. So when you think about 1700 quid Aye. and they're adding all that to it, it's actually pretty good value. Aye, it's excellent you know I mean? value for money. Um, and they're, they're going to continue with the Tourer and the Grand Tourer as well. Um, with the Panniers, tank pad fog lights, top box, GPS bracket. It depends which one you go for, obviously. So a fully loaded 2021 Versus 1000 GT will set you back 14,699, <laughs> right? And that gives everything... I'll take my shoes back after, I thought, you know what I mean? 1400. 1400, shoes yeah, after, um, when you think it's So when you think it's competitors, base models, you know, starting, <laughs> they're starting at 15.5k, 17.5k, do you know what I mean? Aye, because it's, it's, t- it's trying to compete with the likes of your GSEs and your and Multistradas, and they're, they're... I mean, I don't think the GS... GS probably starts at about 15 and a half, but right. that'll be, that'll be, there you go, there's the keys. Yeah, oh, by the way, here's a 100-page accessory booklet yeah. where you want all your extra stuff. They'll do that stuff. typical BMW thing that BMW does with their cars where they turn around and say, I'll just take the base model and they go, well, we can't really actually sell you a base model. We can sell you with this or that thing, but we've uh, not got one that's just the base model. Right. You, well, you mean, see, for an extra, you could just get. Right. Exactly. And I'm the world's worst, because I then go, uh-huh, Aye, okay. okay, I'll take it. Hence why I'm driving a fully loaded BMRT. Yes. It's 
this is this is this is this next topic is one that's dear to me. I'm just calling that out right now. The Department of Transport is refusing extensions to CBTs and theory passes during lockdown. The Department of Transport is refusing to consider extensions to certificates and pass certificates, CBT certificates, despite the fact that we've been in lockdown and there's been so much disruption in the last 12 months. You mean the local, I think the nearest riding school for here has been shut four or five months now because of the lockdown and Christmas and all that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, my son's, I'm going back to the bobber conversation, he, he wants a bobber, right? He's Good lad. He desperately want a bobber, right? And, he's, um, and he wants to do his CBT and everything. Um, um, he's just back from Spain. He is um, working away just now. He's luckily he's working just now, but he, but and I said, well, we'll get you a CBT. And, and there, there's one in Paisley, and it's, it just says on the website, it's only if you're like an NHS worker, aye, frontline workers, frontline workers, or a key worker, you can, you can, um, you know, you can you can come in and do your CBTs. But that's all they're allowing it for. And when you've got that level of restrictions and who can or can't do CBTs and get tests, I think that's, it's shocking. I think it's shocking that the that they're not going to consider it an extension. Yeah, I know the, there was a petition put in, and it was 60,000 signatures on it, um, and it went to the, to the government, or via the government's website, to say, listen, this should be changed. And even if they changed it just for frontline workers, that'd be great, but they're not. They're just, that's a blanket. No, we're not doing it. So they're standing their ground. Um, and what they've said is, is the maximum duration of two years between passing a theory test is placed to ensure candidate knowledge is current. So that being the case, then why is like drivers who haven't been on the road for a year no being asked to go and reset it or refresh or do you know what I mean? Because I'll, I'll be honest, that's my fear. As you go back out when everyone's lifted and everybody decides, oh, it's a sunny weekend, Aye. let's just go and yep. have fun and we'll yep. let's head to the seaside for a cone and whatever. And it's absolute chaos and bedlam out there. And people, you know I mean. I want to say, well, lose. It's, it's like being, it's, I don't like use a football analogy, but it's like being match fit. You can be physically fit, but are you match sharp? And that's the thing that kind of worries me. Uh, I mean, I, I know, right? When I went to New Zealand and I was off the bike for a few years and then I bought the, the Triumph, I was I was, I was pretty scared about going back on a bike after I went off. And I was maybe only off the bike for about four years. Um, I hadn't been on a bike for about that length of time. Um, and I was like genuinely really quite nervous about doing it. Luckily, you know, you get on the bike and, you know, just take your time, you take it easy, it comes back to you. And then but you get the smile, and then you go, then you get smile, hey. and you know, what, what was I all worried about? <laughs> but, you know, that's that's four years, you know, genuinely. Uh. Um, but, it, but it came back, it was fine. You know, maybe, what about this? Maybe they should just say, well, look, if your practical testing of it night has been, has been, you know, um, prolonged or whatever, you know, you've, you've got to do your kind of theory test. Do it again, but you don't have to pay for it. Aye, see that would make sense. Even no. just turning and say some sort of test to prove that you're, aye, you're some sort of still aye. and I guarantee there'll be more to come aye. through this. Um, there'll be uh, this will rumble on, I think, because well, albeit we're kind of starting to see the end of lockdown, mm-hmm. this is still going to impact because you're still going to have biker schools mm. and back test centres and all that kind of lessons, ex- backlogs, all these kind of things. You know, look I mean? at. Obviously, we've got a we've got a, we've got a friend of ours who's he's got one two five at the minute. He's done his CBT and all that kind of good stuff, and he's cutting about and he's like one two five and he's loving it and he's he's, he's new to the yeah. biking world. He kind of get a theory test until the ten, I think it's the tenth of May or something like that. I was that was what it's like tenth of May. May I, like, so. It's absolutely mental, and he booked that away last month. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's one of those ones. Um, it, it sticks in my goat a bit, even. 
just frontline workers because there'll be a lot of frontline workers don't want to take public transport because mm-hmm. yeah, albeit we're getting vaccinated and all that kind of good stuff, but still there's that kind of fear element. Yeah, and, and is is there really that many frontline workers queuing up to get a bike? Who know? It depends what you what you deem frontline workers. Technically, yeah. both of us are frontline workers, yep. and yet we work in completely different sectors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, who knows? I I know that's what I think. That was this week's news. So that point of the show, uh, 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 and I really we need we need we some need sort of music. We, we, we do need a jingle. The big question. The big question. We should, that's actually, but who needs a jingle? We'll just do it ourselves. Um, so this week's big question. Today's motorbike licence, is it too tough to obtain or is it not tough enough? What we'll do is we'll step through exactly what each phase is, how much it costs, and then you and I can, I think we'll probably, be, I, I'm quite confident we might be quite aligned on this, but I'm, no, we'll I'm, see. I, we'll, we'll I'm see, we'll reserving, see. I'm reserving. So, in today's world, right, there is five key points to us getting the big bike off the ground. We'll ignore the whole license restriction thing, yeah. like uh, up to 19, up to 24, A1, A2, right? We'll just go on big bike, yeah. right? We'll go old school, we'll go on big bike, all right? We'll, so, we'll make this. We'll although I do think, and, and we'll probably talk about it later on, the age thing has changed since since I sat a test. Aye. Aye, absolutely. And, 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 and probably since... No, 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 no. I think it just came in when I started. Did it? Yeah. Aye, I think it just came in. Aye. I don't know. It, that was like four or five years ago. And, you know I mean, as we've established numbers and memory, aye. you know, in our age, it starts to get a bit aye. easy. Anyway, let's, let's we'll, we'll probably aye. come to that point anyway. So we'll go, we'll go through the licence, like the actual paperwork side, the CBT side, the theory test, the mod one, the mod two, and then we can rattle through in okay. case there is people out there that don't realise. I mean, because I'm imagining there's probably veteran, veterinary, veterinary, actual two animals and ride bikes. Veterans. Yes. Experienced riders out there that maybe had their test the same as you did before or even, all or this even, chaos came or in. even before. Because, I mean, obviously I was, uh, I, I, wasn't a, I wasn't a 17-year-old no. just jumping onto a bike and a 16-year-old even jumping onto a 125. Because I, I, had I wish I'd done it. I know. But, so well, anyway. That's a whole other week. Um, right, so um, first off, you need an actual driving license or a UK professional license at a cost of 34 quid, right? And that's assuming you do it online, okay? Now, full license, obviously, for a driver yep. will have that provisional part on it so they don't need to apply, and that lets them go and start to look at CBTs and all that kind of good stuff. Um, or if they really want to, can they still just they can still just jump onto like a fifty cc moped? Can they? I think it depends when you got your license. Um, I don't know. I'd need to we'd need Aye. to look at that. But I think I know mines. But then I got I got my license in ninety four. My driving license. Yeah, and that was what. And you could I can go a, you. I could go a moped on with L plates, fifty ccs, then no going motorways and all that kind of good stuff. Aye. Um, so well, let's be honest. Nobody wants to go on a fifty cc. No, I, I, I think I'd, no, I think I'd go off and walk a every day. You can apply for your UK provisional at the age of 15 years and nine months, would you believe? Which is quite scary. <laughs> but then I, I suppose know. if you're getting your bike provisional and then you take your year on a moped at 16 and then do your CBT at 17. At 17, and then I suppose it's a bit... Aye, then it's a bit... I mean, is it Americans that start driving and they do driver's ed at 15 <sighs> years old, don't they? I know. That's just, I know. 
although driving a car in America is a doddle, automatic, point and shoot. Well, that's what you've got now, an automatic, and it's just, it's, it's lazy, aye. but it's just, it's great, aye, it? it's just <laughs> great. I don't need to flap about the lights and stuff, it's brilliant. Right, that's your um, license. Yes. Yes. So um, let's assume we are 17 or 18 or whatever, we've yep. got a license, what's the first thing we do? You obtain a CBT. So you used to be, when I first passed my test, way back in last century, <laughs> and <laughs> literally last century, um, you could literally just get on a 125 and ride it. The glory days. Glory days, aye. You could get on a 125, you could ride it, and uh, um, brilliant, right, great, you could that. But then they introduced CBTs. I don't know when it was, but it was certainly before I then went to learn to ride a bike, which was in my what was about thirty or something when I did that. So, um, so you're obtaining a CBT. The average cost of a CBT is 125 quid. I give or take. Give or take. Isn't I suppose it? it depends where you are in the UK yeah, or across going. the world. It's a f- it's full days. It's full day training. Um, when I did it, I was told you can't fail it. But that's. That's it's not a test though, and it? no. it's, it's, it's I think they can refuse to give you one if you've like, you're like an absolute wall uh, if you're you know like mean? seriously dangerous driving. Do you know what I mean they can refuse to give you one? But yeah. I think as long as you meet certain criteria, I think you're fine. It, essentially, it's, it's there to, to make sure that when you are out practicing, when you're out, you know that you're competent on, on the roads. Um, it's a full day's training in five elements. Element one is an introduction and eyesight check, which I think I'd fail that now. Aye, so with that. Uh, uh, on-site training, how the bike operates, balance, the weight of the bike, on-off stance. So basically just... I think I feel that in honour. Totally. I certainly... Can you imagine doing my CBT on the, on the day I got my, my first big bike? Dropping it? You know, that if the be weather had been like that, then aye, absolutely. But I think you uh, might get a reprieve on that one. And then you, and then there's, there's a load of on-site riding. So any CBT centre you go to will have a big area. Off road tarmac that you can do all your manoeuvres, your stopping and starting and all that. Safe um, zone, a safe zone, a safe zone. Aye. Aye, you know, um, to no practice all the things that you'll never ever do on an actual real bike. Exactly, with if the exception of a U turn. Aye, I hate doing a U turn as well. Unless you buy like a, I don't know, BMW R19 or a Honda Goldwing that's got a reverse gear. Oh yeah, absolutely <laughs> reverse gear. Reverse gear your back heels and hope that it's there's no any loose chuckies and you drop your bike. Aye, or wet leaves. Back to that. Um, aye, so. Um, uh, so you're on-site riding, right? So you've got that, and they'll not let you on the road until you've, you know, done everything you can in the, on the on-site riding. Um, and then, I think in the afternoon, usually they take you out on the road in groups, a couple of, couple of you with an instructor, um, to actually be on the road. Um, and that is scary. I still remember how scary that is. Do you know, I think that would be my dream job, though. Well, I'd love to bike, be. Biking yeah. instructor. I don't think I've got patience for it. No. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't think I'm that way inclined, but yeah. I... I think that would be an and you, and, you, and you know it's, it's certainly a, it's certainly a potential job for people out there. So I mean, if you've been mm. in bikes a while, and you know, I, I reckon there might be a few positions because all if there is a backlog and all that because of the pandemic, I, th- I be, think so. I an and I think there, to teach CBTs, you need to do like a specific you do I thing. And you could just be the CBT that, that's down so yeah. non-descriptive. You need uh-huh. to do a specific thing, but you need to be able to you need to be qualified to I do just, CBTs. And you can take that and do that only as that. Because I know when I did mine, there was a guy at the test school and that's all he did because that was all he was qualified to do was CBTs. So you're right. I think there's maybe a... So it's, it's worth looking at it if you're thinking about it. It's probably a possibility there. I'm going to Google that, right? Darren no. is Googling <laughs> as we speak. Um, 
and then there's uh, then they take you out on the road, yeah, absolutely. And once you've done that, once you've been told that you're competent in doing that, and when I did my CBT, I fell off the bike, broke the brake. So if anyone out there who's thinking of going and doing the CBT, never, never pull the front brake while turning a corner, okay? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> even, at, even at three or four miles an hour, you're coming off that bike if you don't know what you're doing, right? Aye. So that's a big lesson to take away from anyone going to do a CBT. Do not press the front brake whilst turning a corner. You dropped the bike, you broke the front brake. Aye. You broke. You broke the front brake. Did you still obtain a CBT certificate? I still obtained a CBT that day. There you go. So it wasn't dangerous. No, it wasn't. It was just a, a, a lapse in concentration. I, and it was quite near the start of the, on, the, the off-road training bit. So. And by the time, they wouldn't let me out on the road unless they thought I was competent. And, and that's the key to it all, really. You know what I mean? And nobody on my course, I'm sure nobody in your CBT course, ever didn't get their CBT. Oh, no. The, no. Guy, the, the guy, I remember the guy saying, sometimes when we get somebody in for a couple of hours the next day just to... You know, just to brush up, brush or up, or maybe focus on a wee thing. Of nerves or something. You know, sometimes in a group, but you should get your CBT. I've got a laugh when I did my CBT. Right, they obviously how to take the bike on and off a stand. They obviously do side stand yeah. and they obviously do center stand, mm-hmm. right? Because obviously there's technique to get on a center stand. Mine didn't have a side stand. Mine only had a center stand, right? Because it had broke on the bike, <laughs> <laughs> okay. right? And the guy said, "Oh, I need. I think we need perpetual yours while we're out." Like at the start of the, the kind of on-road thing uh, Okay So did we not get to the garage And then I had to try and get off the bike And get it on the centre stand Now normally you would get off the bike With a side stand Get off and then pop it up No, no, no Try doing it And aye And there you go First time After I'd done that in the petrol station I was like ah, This is a breeze aye. <laughs> I know God, I've forgotten all about that whole centre stand Side stand thing That's it <laughs> You know um, Anyway, so Brilliant CBT You've got it Great so you can get, stick an L plate on your V125 if that's what you've got. Yeah. Go for a ride. Okay. But before you can even think about anything else, the next thing you've got to do is pass your theory test, and that's 23 quid. Uh, that's the same everywhere, isn't it? 23 pound at the DVLA charge. Yeah, that's a DVLA there. charge. Yeah. Multiple choice questions um, based on how we code. And it's very similar to the car one. So if you've done your car one recently, it's very similar, but there will be some bike-specific questions. Yeah. And some of them are just ridiculously stupid, aren't they, in terms of... Common sense things, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I, I reckon I could give one of my kids the the app Aye. and get them to set the test, and I think they'd still, I think they'd still get things done. I think they'd still potentially pass it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, anyway, <laughs> you never know. Open choice, and then you get your hazard perception test, and that's video clips uh, of everyday scenarios, and it's literally just like driving along the road, and there's and you've got to click on the hazards as you see them. Aye, you know, and you can't just go click, 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 click. But they, don't they, make the mistake. A friend of mine made and failed it by just clicking once. You can click and then maybe click it again aye. one or two times just to make sure you've picked up the hazard. Aye, because th- the way they score it is, is the earliest, the earlier you see the hazard, yeah. the more points you get. Yeah, but but actually, you can see the hazard too early for the for the yep. software to pick aye. it up. It's so very it's always fine. worthwhile doing at least. One or two, maybe three clicks, just a wee second afterwards, so you get some sort of points, just in case you're actually really good and you've got that hazard a bit quicker. Well, that's the thing. It's like you're looking at it and going, if you, especially if you, when we talk to um, Hugh when you, about IAM, a lot of that is obviously perception, yeah. and a lot of that is anticipating as early as possible. You mean what's going to happen in front of you? Um, like where there's a junction, you might not see anything coming out of it, but it's a junction, so you alter your road position for all that kind of good stuff, and 
you may see you might just naturally be that way, especially if you've been driving for a while. You Absolutely. get that sixth sense. You see, you'll see, and if you so if you're in a hazard perception, you'll see a, a junction. You'll click and go. Here's a junction coming up. That's a hazard perception. And then about maybe a half a second or a second later, there'll be a, a, a girl with a pram walking out the, around the corner for that junction. Click, 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 click. That's the hazard perception they want you to find. So just always make sure you, you know, you maybe do one or two clicks. You know, it, it knows if you t- if you're just clicking randomly, but Aye. but it, it, it gives you a bit of leeway to click one or two times. So that's probably my biggest piece of advice. Or you let the piggy bank on Toy Story. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> try to find the channel. Um, so you get your T test. Yep. So we've got CBT. We've got T test. And they're not one hundred percent pass. Forty three out of fifty for your uh, theory test, and forty four out of seventy five for your hazard perception. Isn't it bad? Forty four out of seventy five. Pretty decent. That's, that's so um, I don't know anyone that's ever got seventy five out of seventy five for a perception test because it's timed. Oh, did you? No, no, no. I didn't think so. Um, but you know, I think anything above about kind of fifty fifty five is a really good score. Aye, from that point aye. I think because it, it is that it's when you think a perception is mm-hmm. versus when it thinks yeah. a hazards of developing. It's becoming that's a hazard. The, yeah. That's the that's the it's the golden zone. It's but that's that's the that. difference between your bike test and your in, and your advanced motor your advanced biking test. Your IEM. Aye, you're you know, taking it that next step that forward. Yeah. Aye, and then it's what you, all your actions thereafter. We'll but cover that you, with you because right. I'm sure me and him will bore the life out of everybody with that. Uh, you know what I mean? Aye, yeah. he's, he's good at that. No bone life for you. No, I just, I. <laughs> anyway, so that, that's your test. So that's you. You're good to go. And it's like, Yahoo, now it's time to go and pass my test. Or is it? Well, or is it? No, because they wouldn't make it that simple. You need that theory test certificate before you can move on to the next stage. And that next stage is the mod one test. Dun, dun, dun. For those of you that have maybe been riding a bike for a while or... I've been speaking to somebody who's been riding a bike for a while. Um, when I sat my test, it was just literally a case of... A test? A test. One day? Why? One day, it's a test, and depending on the size of the engine you're riding, and depending on your age, that depended on what type of bike you could get when you passed it. Aye. Was that? Well, no, no. They made it more complicated, which maybe could think be a bad thing. And they up the age. Uh, well, aye, aye, exactly. For the, for the, for and the biggest bikes. Aye, and they up, and they up the... Size of the bike you can set it on depending on your age and stuff like that. So, um, but the actual test itself, or the mod one, um, is pretty standard. So it doesn't matter whether you're sitting on a scooter or a, you mean the yeah. two fifty or four hundred or whatever age bracket you're in, uh, or you mean a six fifty. Because if you want to get your big license, it needs to be a. Well, even I think they've changed that. It's not so much a six fifty, and I think it's certain kilowatt output it is yeah aye, as opposed to just being like a 650 when aye. it was so there you go I sat it five actually years my, ago my Triumph Street Cup isn't if you sat it in my, my Street Cup you, you wouldn't you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get to then go to a house and it's like a 900cc in it 900cc so, yeah it's nuts and it does shift his bike um Tron instant anyway mm. mod 1 cost you £15.50 it's not bad it's not bad you don't get enough for 10 minutes if you do it right, you're only yeah. never doing it. Um, but they say it's a 20 minute off road test, so it's within a controlled area. Again, it's a a paddock or a laid out piece of tarmac that um, usually they've got really nice tarmac in there. It's like the best roads I've ever been on. But they seem to be kind of another one for years. Definitely, it's almost like porous, so that when the rain comes, it Just almost seeps through, so that the, you get the same surface every time, which is quite interesting. Um, but it's you t- treat it like a main road, so even though it's it's well away from traffic and it's all fenced in, you have to treat it like a main road. 
and you have to do lifesavers and all that kind of good stuff in order to pass. But there is a number of elements that are that you go through. There's the manual moving of a bike, so yeah. can you actually manually pick up and move the bike about, which is kind of key if you're dropping them, as opposed to dropping them. There's a funny feeling if you drop the bike at that point, you've probably failed. Aye, it's just, that's although uh, I don't know actually. I'm going to Google that question as well. Uh, you know what I mean, I would imagine you would, but stranger things. It's a bit like stalling your bike in the middle of the road as you turn it to the test sender at the end of your test. I can tell you that that fails you. Does it? Aye, I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, if you stall a car when you're on a car test, as long as you go through the right procedure, the safe, correct procedure to restart the car. You wouldn't fail on it. You'd get a mark against you. Yeah, well, apparently, because I was stuck in the middle of the road, <laughs> trying to turn right. I think he just didn't like you, that guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe, possibly. Um, once you move the bike, you go into a slalom straight into a figure of eight. So you do a slalom between, I think, four or five cones, and then you go straight into a figure of eight. That whole time, you kind of put your foot down, you kind of hit a cone. It's, that one catches a lot of people out. Uh, I think caught my wife out about four times. Right. It was the fifth time before she eventually passed that. You got, you got a few goes at it though? No, you get one go at it. So, you, so you've then got to come back and do a test again for another £15.50? Aye. So, if you cl- so literally if you go in, move the bike, and everything's fine. Oh, and by the way, when you're moving the bike, it's all coned off. So there's a space, you drive in front, and then you need to manually handle the bike into the next space, which is coned off. You hit one of those cones, that's you done. I mean, you've been in the test, you've been in that paddock for the whole of two minutes, and you've clipped a cone. Boom. Eh. Thank you, come again. Clip the, now, Leave your £15.50 at the door. Clip, clip, clip the cone with a bike or with you or the bike? Either. Right. So clip it with a bike, clip it with your toe. It doesn't matter, it's irrelevant. Any kind of movement on that cone and it's done. Obviously with the exception of the wind. <clears> you <throat> mean, aye, aye, aye. if you casually drop one on the way by and it blows the corner, that's not really your fault. Absolutely. But if you physically... To be fair, it's quite impressive. Uh, if any you get brownie points for that Aye Pardon the use of the word brownie points That's maybe not the best Moving on Anyway <laughs> Again what, bu- what bugs me about that is those, When are you ever going to do a figure of eight? I know It must be something to do with manual handling Aye So if you pass If you get that bit done fine You go into what they call a slow ride Which you kind of do on your CBT as well It's just riding at the pace that somebody's walking at So the examiner will walk And you ride the bike along beside them mm-hmm. At kind of walking pace And I think it's just to show balance and control Yeah from there, you go into a U-turn, and again, there's two big white lines. You need to do a U-turn inside that. I mean, without putting your foot. They're pretty wide stuff. apart, though, aren't they? It's 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 not it's not Aye, a, it's, uh, it's it's not a standard street width. It's uh, actually slightly wider than that. You mean they, they do they do don't don't panic about the. I mean, I panicked with a U-turn um, when I was sitting my test, and then you did it on the main road. But the, the road they give you is pretty wide. When I went to do my mod one, we pulled in. We left early and pulled in at a wee side street. Near Ikea, believe it or not. And I did about four or five in a street that was even smaller. And then when I went into my test and done it, I literally turned the bike round and I was about a metre and a half away from the line. And I thought, should I move that hour? Should I not move it hour? Uh, Is that supposed to simulate a curb? But it didn't matter. I mean, as long as you did it safely. Good, no. Um, And then the the three biggies that I quite enjoyed, that's the fun bit about the test, is that um, cornered and controlled stop So you kind of go from the bottom corner A bit like a gymnast You go from right. the bottom corner to the top corner And you ride around a simulated bend That they have coned out for you Again, don't have a cone And then you come out that bend And then you come down And then there's marked out area Where you need to bring a bike to a stop Straightforward enough You've got to get yourself up to speed 
Not on that part. No. No, it's only on the next two. So right. the emergency stop, which is the next three, do exactly the same again. But when you come down, he'll put the old hand up and you need to bring the bike to a controlled stop as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. right? Under safe conditions. They don't call it an emergency stop. I don't know why they threw away for that. But when you do that, you go through the speed trap. Yes, they have a speed trap. You go through a speed trap and you need to be doing 31, um, 31 miles an hour. 50 kilometres an hour or something like that. They measure it in kilometres anyway. 19 miles an hour if you're on a moped. If you can get a moped up to 19 miles an hour, fair play to you, you should just get a test anyway. You should just get the certificate like you go. And a £15.50 refund. And an Amazon gift card. And an Amazon gift card. Aye, exactly. Or a preloaded supermarket of your choice. Absolutely, yeah. And then the last bit is you, again, ride up in that same diagonal to diagonal, round the bend, come down, and... Once you went through the speed trap, there's separate cones to the side of the kind of stop cones, Aye. which simulates a hazard, and you've got to kind of weave in between those cones. I loved that. I wanted to do that again. Mm. I loved it. That's fun, isn't it? Aye, it's just that whole way, just getting your body to move the bike, but it's good. And that would be your mod one. So, do it right, you could be there for only 10 minutes. Pretty much, eh? You know, do it wrong, and you're back again. And another fifteen pound fifty down. Aye, aye. Date right, you're there ten minutes. Date rang, you're out in ninety seconds. Aye, fair enough. Aye, essentially. Cool. And then after that, that's the say. It's the bit that I kind of know more because this is your mod two. This is classic. This is classic test. test. What anyone would expect you do uh, is I test some questions. Show me, tell me questions. Um, Do you remember what yours were? How would you check your back brake? Where would you check your brake fluid? How would you check your full beam? I think it was one other one, I can't remember. I, remember I think there's about eight questions aye. they answer. You. I mean, it's not like they, they just give random questions. Like, they ask you questions. Uh, and I certainly remember getting asked about tightening your chain. Aye, that's a good one. That's, you know, um, look, definitely read up and look up that one. You know what I mean? Aye. That's a bit more complicated if you don't know how to tighten your chain. Aye. You know what I mean? and, then, and then pass the test and go and buy a drive shaft. But aye. yep. Aye, exactly. Um, I remember getting asked that one, but. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you do a road ride, directions given. So there'll be a thing in your ear, and uh, they'll just shout to you. They'll follow you in a bike or a car. Aye, that's true, yeah, actually. actually. Aye, it's a good call. My first actually. test, I've got followed in a bike. My second test, and my third test were cancelled because of the weather. My fourth test, which was technically my second test, I've got followed in a car. So I've, you know, it's both, yeah. Um, and then there's independent riding. So that's not something I did, independent riding. That's where they essentially, they'll get to a, I don't know, for me, I literally came out of the test centre, got to the first roundabout, and he said, right, I want you to take the first left. Yeah. So I took the first left, and then all he said to me was, I want you to head for Govan, mm-hmm. right? Which if no one knows, you mean the area, that's just pointless. Govan could be in Mars for all we know. But essentially he just said, head for that place, place. and you just need to follow the road signs mm. that takes you to that place. Now for me, where the test centre is to Govan is straight road. I mean, there's one set of lights and a roundabout, and then that's you almost at Govan. So all I had to do was kind of drive in a straight line and make sure that I didn't mess up a set of lights Aye. or a roundabout. So, but it may be more complicated than that. I suppose it depends where you live. Yeah, Aye. it depends what kind of mood they are. Chances are they'll, but uh, they'll give you a place as well signposted. Aye, and it doesn't last. It's not something that lasts long. It's just so that you can still ride the bike and read road signs Aye, and, and, and make you're sure not, you're actually not too things. worrying about folk whispering in your ear, kind of thing. Aye, you know. Aye, it's just I think um, it, I think the good thing is is when he did it at first, it calmed me down a wee bit. 
Aye. Because it just gave me a chance to kind of go, right, right I'm in, I'm, I'm, in, I'm settled, well. just do what you need to do, exactly. do the right stuff. And then when you get through all that, you and you passed, you know, you take back to the test centre and remember, you're you're being tested right up to the point you're off that bike and, you know, the minute you're even taking the bike into the test centre and parking your bike up and putting your, you know, putting your centre stand or your side stand down, getting off the bike and all that stuff, you're still being observed right up to that point, your bike's off and your keys back and everything, you know, so don't, don't let your guard down at all. Um, and, they, and they say, congratulations, that's you, you passed the test, boom, you can now... Do you ride? But there is again the age restrictions. Right. Or you got the guy I got who took me into a room, and if he's listening, you know I mean my apologies, but he took me into the wee room and he went, "How do you think that went?" And I thought, "Oh, oh here, wait a minute, I wasn't expecting that." Um, 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 and then he goes, "Do you remember back at this point?" And I went, "Oh, now by that point you've come in and you've went, I think that's went all right." And then your brain goes. Aye. And just blanks out the last yeah. 40 minutes. And you go, um, aye, 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 But luckily enough, I think he was just pulling my leg. He was just saying, he was just kind of saying, listen, you could pick up a wee point there. Aye. I mean, just be careful. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. something you need to... I, the, 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 the guys are genuinely wanting you to pass your test. I they think, are. You know, aye, they are. Don't, don't believe all the kind of rubbish about being bad instructors and bad test guys and all that. They genuinely want you to pass your test. My first test, which I failed... Um, which was the stalling thing and everything. He said, you know, when I first started, I was really nervous. And I don't know if that was just an age thing. You know, you're a bit older and you're doing a test again and you don't have that, you're a bit more... Aye, because you haven't done an exam or a aye, test or anything like that since you passed your... And uh, he purposely gave me all my manoeuvres, my U-turn all that right at the start, because he thought, if I get all that over with... See, then obviously, them splitting that into mod one, mod two now, you don't get that. You don't get that now. I think no. the only manoeuvre you get, he gets you to pull in mm-hmm. and then pull back out again. Aye. So he gets you to pull in and stop at a curb. And then one of them, you need to pull in and stop, but with your front wheel pointing out the way. Yeah. Um, so that if you are up behind something or something would box you in, so that you can learn it thingy. But that's the only ones you get. So, but they, they're genuinely want you to pass your test. That's because they're all bikers themselves. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... And it is that one of these that unique kind of camaraderie you've got as a biker. You know what I mean? Aye. You know, you don't see folk waving each other as they drive by in their cars. You know, so um, you know, I, I don't ever think that's the case. Um, but once you've done that, yeah, that's you. You're free to ride. If you pass first time, pass your mod one first time, CBT and all that stuff. Um, that's two hundred eighty six pounds. That's cost you. That's cost just you, the fees. Just the fees for the test Aye. and everything. Yeah, you know, plus whatever it costs you to um, ride a bike. So if you are going to a place and you don't have your own bike, you're not only you're paying for the lessons, you're paying for the hire of the bike every time. Aye. Uh, and I think at the time for me, um, I think I bought I bought a, a set of lessons. And then this is your talk, 1994. Um, set of les- a set of lessons. Uh, I think I was about £1,000 in total. Aye. Aye. For all my lessons. Now, a bit of that was maybe a wee bit, a wee bit extra because my, I had a couple of tests cancelled due to bad weather, so I had to keep buying extra lessons in order to make sure I kept my practice number up because I didn't, I didn't have a bike. I didn't buy a one two five and go out and run it. I just did lessons on their bikes, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, and that's a thousand pounds. So if you get your own bike, uh, you'll have a one two five, but you'll still have to go on their bikes at some point and go in the 600s or whatever. Aye, you still need to jump to the big bike. Aye, and and that's, and that's where the money, that's where it starts to increase. Cause yes. So it isn't, it isn't cheap to learn to ride a bike. No, I mean? no, it's no. And I, I, and for all we use it as a sales pitch to go, I know, but 
I mean, it's cheaper to run and blah, blah, blah. We, we feel... We should maybe put a spoiler to the start of the podcast to say, please make sure if you are using the... If you're using the excuse it's cheaper to ride a bike in a car, do not let your other half listen to this. Do you know what I mean? We might build that into the post. You know, you know what I mean? Or, or maybe Disclaimer. Get, a, get, get a jingle before we talk about this. Uh, <laughs> spoiler Warning, alert. warning. You know what I mean? Make sure the room is clear. <laughs> there we go. The Quite measure age limits. Aye. Yeah. Well, yeah. Touching again, them very briefly, just for people that don't know. But uh, yeah, age uh, A one license seventeen lets you ride up to uh, um, eleven kilowatt, which yeah. is just under fifteen brake horsepower. Essentially, a one to five. Essentially, one to five. Um, then you get your A two, so that's like age nineteen, up to age nineteen, and that's uh thirty five kilowatt, so run about forty six brake horsepower. Um, then when you get to twenty one, twenty one, um, yeah. you can which was the old that was the limit for me when I sat my test. Yeah, I mean I was well over twenty one at that point. But so it's twenty one if you've done if you've been through what they call progressive access. So if you've done if you've tu- if you were nineteen and did your A two, when you turn twenty one, you can reset, and that takes you on a big bike straight away. Right. If you were coming straight in at twenty one and not done that. You need to wait till you're 24 to do direct access, yeah, and and it was direct access was what I did. Yeah, but um, but obviously it was the the, the age limit was 21. I was well over 21, but that's my you know that's why I'm, I'm kind of not too bothered with my son doing his CBT because he'll be 24 in October. So so October, well, we can start doing it as soon as he can get a CBT and stuff. Set his test and he's 24. And there's a lot to be said for the well. Again, this is obviously back into this. This is obviously the point of discussion that is like. Is it? Because that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of hoops to jump through, right? And uh, you and I have both got different experiences because yep. you did your test long. Well, I say long before mine. You you saw the light and did it long before me. I had to negotiate certain obstacles. Well, I mean, love you, darling. Yeah. You're listening. Um, aye, aye. I mean, I had those obstacles to negotiate as well, but luckily I didn't have as many obstacles to negotiate. The tests and all that. I just had the please, please, can I do it? Aye, I think for me it's it's tough. It is tough, but I think it's fair. I think the age restriction stuff is definitely f- a lot of people might out there be listening at age nineteen or twenty that are you mean stuck on an A two license, but it's for your own. You mean for your own safety, um, yeah. and that's that's always the fear. And if anything, actually, that's why I chose to do a year on my CBT. And ride my one two five, and yeah, it means you've got to buy a bike and then sell it. One two fives are fairly good at holding their money because mm-hmm. everybody, you mean, or a lot of people, kind of uh, go it, down it, that route. To be honest, it's it's the route I would probably have gone down if I hadn't been given that big kind of cash injection where I done and see, been able to just like get a big bulk load yeah, of lessons. Because anyone it. I know that had passed right about the same time as me said, "Oh, actually, just learn your craft." Uh-huh. when you're but then there's, there's that balance between that and learning your bad habits so I mean but so it, and that's exactly the point and yeah. I did a year and did pick up bad habits uh, do you know what I mean you mean I'll be honest unlearn them it was a I, I was a bit slack on the old shoulder checks not so much the lifesavers but uh-huh. the shoulder checks do you know what I mean um and that's that took again and that's like another that maybe added to another lesson on me on a big yeah. bike to try and weed that out and if that adds a lesson on, then that's a, say it's a two hour lesson uh-huh. and it's 150 quid because uh-huh. you've got the instructor to pay for, you've got the, the, the bike. bike to hire and all that kind of good stuff. So it, it quickly ramps up, do you know what I mean? I think the the one thing that, and this is going to throw controversy out there, or, that, or maybe people listening going like, 
yeah, campaign for that. I think all drivers, car drivers, should be made to do a CBT on a bike before they learn to drive. I think, um, I think, uh, as a as a suggestion, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's a great idea, but I don't think, unfortunately, it's just an unfeasible. There's, there's too many. There's too many drivers out there. There's too many drivers out there, um, and there's a lot of people that will, will never be interested in a bike. I think. Um, um, it's I, would, that I would like to think that some drivers potentially uh, have a better restricted to the power of the car they can drive. Is it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the minute you pass your test in a car, you can go out and buy yourself a Lamborghini, a five litre GT Mustang, if you want. Do you know what I mean? And aye, we'll not get sidetracked. But aye, but what I mean is like if it's if it's like that for the bike, it should be like that. Sorry for that, folks. Um, if it's like that for the bike, then it should absolutely be like that. For um, a car as Look well, I would. You know? t- aye, aye, and I think, that's, that's and I know, point. I know, we're talking about you can get boxes fitted and all this now for the insurance companies and all these kind of things to make sure. But you know, there is nothing that that a, that a box in an insurance company. You know, if you take off at the lights and your dad's F pace Jaguar, do you know what I mean? And hit a wee old woman crossing the road because you've you haven't you haven't controlled the, the, the takeoff because you're chasing away, you know. You're and living living where I live, there's a lot of big cars and there's a lot of young drivers. You guys see a lot. Of, you guys see a lot of old women. I, I, there is also a lot of old women. I was actually going to say that. That's I was going to say okay. he's in a, the fun zone. There's a, it's a, a wee village I stay in, and there's there's a, there's a, a relatively large elderly population, which when they are driving down the road and see their pal across the road and just stop in the middle of the road to wind the window down and ask them if they need any bread for the shops, you're like that. You know, um, but there's also an awful lot of big cars, Audis, Range Rovers, and all these kind of things for mum and daddy, and the kids are driving about in them, and the f- then they fly around. And, and, and tying it back, I think the problem with that is, is and hence why I'm saying, I think if it's not a CBT, it needs to be some sort of even take them out pillion. Do you know what I mean? So that they can experience the world in the back of a bike, just so that they can, because you know, you know yourself, you've been driving long before you were actually riding ah, absolutely, bikes. Absolutely, yeah. And the amount of things you see where you're riding a bike is frightening. For me, it was a massive eye-opener. Aye. You know what I mean? Being on a bike, coming up to a set of lights, and you know I mean you can see, I think you get much better awareness of, of what other drivers are doing. Chief, Chief, Mascara yeah. on, on their phones, texting. And it's, you go, it's, it's unbelievable oh. sometimes. And, and of course, when you're in your car, you're just in the zone driving along. And yes... Because I've always liked bikes, you know, you're you're aware of it, you know. There's a great thing kicking about Facebook at the moment, and you see it in quite a lot of the biker stuff, and it just says, teach your kids to count bikes when they're in the car, and then that way they'll always be aware of bikes in the that's road. That's a good idea. And that's, that's, that's a, a really cool, I, I've seen that a couple of times, and I thought, that's a really good idea, you know. So when you're playing games in the car with the kids, you know, um, As opposed to, right, you count blue cars, I'll count green cars yeah, or whatever. You know, like, you, count, you count motorbikes, you know, you count this, and, and kids will start to be aware of looking for bikes, and, and they'll always be looking for those kind of things um, uh, it's a great idea I think. That, that is that, there you go so if MD listening has got young kids there you go start them nice and early and get yeah. get them counting motorbikes and I think bikes. unfortunately the people that are going to be listening to this will be doing that with their kids anyway because they're bikers um, <laughs> you know but tell your friends that are uh, bikers to do that as well and they'll be like oh look there's a green bike and yeah. they'll be like oh look there's a Kawasaki 650 Ninja exactly you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Oh. yeah I know <laughs> oh look there's a Ducati V4S, look. So it's, aye. Um, I think possibly the awareness of other road users is probably a, a bigger part of the test. 
how we do that creatively, how we do that practically, I don't know. But I agree that there should be something more in there to let because you're essentially driving a weapon. You know what I mean? It's, mm. you know, a car is a car is or a, a bike or a bike, yeah, or a bike. Um, you know, if you hit somebody with a bike, you hit somebody with a car. You know, it is a weapon. You know, absolutely. Uh, so it's a, it's a missile. You don't control a missile tanking along a road. What about anyone that's not been driving that then goes to sit there? That goes in. So I'm 17. I'm not interested in driving, Aye. but I really want a bike. Is there anything that should be factored in there to give them a perception of what drivers are experiencing on the road, or do you think that comes naturally? Because, well, let's be honest. I'm. You I mean I wouldn't be wrong in saying that probably most households have at least one car. Yeah, yeah. I think I think probably. Um, this is where I do agree with the setup we've got here, in the sense of when you're 17, you cannot go out and get yourself a Hayabusa. Do you know what I mean? You Aye. cannot, you cannot, you know, you've, you're restricted. To I'm those. 44 and I wouldn't even go and buy a Hayabusa. No, absolutely. My mate had one and he said, would you like a shot? And I went, no, because I'd like to live. So it's fine. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah, I think uh, I don't, this is what I do agree with. The, the big thing, you know, when you're 17 though is, is do get your 125 and sit and ride it for six months. Get your road sense. You know, t- you know, take your time and do it. Do not do like some sort of week-long course that gets you your thing at the end of it and then go out and think you're an expert. And the trouble is when you're 17, you know what I mean? You think you're an expert. Or, or you mean, again, not to discriminate against 17-year-olds, but even if you're in your early 50s Aye. and kids have moved out and whatever and you suddenly get extra disposable income because you're not having to feed kids and then go, do you know what? I always wanted my bike. I would say exactly the same thing. Don't go and... Rattle right through the test and then run a tribute out and buy. I I genuinely think rocket. when when I I exactly but I think when I when I sat my test failed the first one and then there was a couple of there was a couple of um, tests that were cancelled as I said about bad weather and uh, it made I had to do more lessons. What was really nice was by the end of that those extra lessons I was doing I was just going out for a ride, Aye. you know, with the instructor. But it's just that bit more road sense, that bit more just. Being in the zone on the bike rather than than just rattling through. This is how you, this is what you do to pass a test. Boom, go out and pass your test. You know, actually, this this is what it's like to ride a bike. Yeah. And and I'm I'm glad now in hindsight. I wasn't glad at the time because I wanted my bike license, but I'm glad in hindsight now that I got those extra lessons and those extra things. I mean, I remember one lesson where we just literally got on the bikes because one of the bikes that they had the, an indicator was broken on it. Somebody had dropped it and and uh, we went down there. Into another place down in uh, Dorai, I think it was, um, and Ooh, we, nice run. We just took a run down to Dorai on the bikes as a lesson. Picked up uh, an indicator and then drove uh, rode back. Do you know what I mean? And uh, it was just a great wee wee afternoon. Couple Aye. hours the bike. Couple hours I mean? on the bike. But Aye. it just and it, I think I think that to me was the kind of the light bulb moment that is that I'm now riding a bike rather than learning how to ride a bike. Aye, you know. Aye, that's the. And moment. it wasn't long after that I got my test and I passed it. No problem. There you go. You just get and that moment, but it, it clicks. Everything clicks. See, I was going to. I had another point, and it's just vanished out my head. Mm. You know I mean completely vanished? So, so I suppose looking at all that, then tough enough or too tough? Overall, I think it's probably tough enough. I'd say eighty yeah. percent. Yeah, I, 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 I don't agree with the twenty-four age limit. I think twenty-one's restrictive enough. Would you trust your boy? Like saying that he's nearly twenty four, so it's twenty four now. I think twenty one is is fine. I, I, I genuinely do. Um, I I, I wouldn't have trusted myself at twenty one. I was. Um, I suppose. I mean, again, it depends on the individuals, but it just seems 
it's very hard for everything to be age ranged up to. I suppose insurance is twenty five, and you know your insurance drops down when you hit twenty five. Then, aye, I'm gonna be funny. Even at forty four, right? Aye. I still fight on insurance. Do you mean because aye. it comes through and every now and again and. Oh, for all, you mean, there's a prime example is my last bike, well, I had two bikes before, I had the 850 GSA, mm-hmm. which was a great bike and I was finding I was riding that more than I was riding my Harley Sport Glide, but my Sport Glide was an 1800cc engine, big yeah. V-twin, it had so much torque, but it had very little BHP, I think it was about 83 roughly Aye. BHP, Aye. but loads and loads of torque, I bought that, I traded both of those in and bought that RT, Bought the RT, just phoned my insurance company and said, listen, take it down for a multi to a single, this is the bike. And they went, all right, that's going to cost you this extra for the next six months or whatever it was. And then my insurance renewal came in and it rocketed. I mean, I was cheaper for the previous two bikes than I was for one bike. Uh, and I phoned them up and I'm like, why is that so high? And they're like, oh, well, it's because you've, you've went to a bike that's 136 brake horsepower. And I'm going, right, but the, my argument is, is that it's a 1250, my last bike was 1900. The torque on this is a way lot less than what my Harley was. Yeah. And I was insuring two bikes previously as opposed to one bike. So how can it jump up so, you mean, how can it be so huge? And that was a fight with the insurance company. I eventually moved insurance company. Right. So, um, but again, that's, that's, that's one of the things you can look at and go, what, really? But I suppose that's where if you're 21 and you go and buy a Hayabusa, if you're gonna, A, if you can afford the Hayabusa, and don't get me wrong, we'll talk about that probably in the coming weeks, the new yeah. Hayabusa, because it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can afford the Hayabusa, and you can afford to run a Hayabusa, and you can afford the insurance on a Hayabusa, well, hell, mangy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, on you go. And, that's and there mean. might be guys out there that are 21 uh, that have had dirt bike experience, and, you know what I mean, have been an, a prolific yeah. rider I, I think that at you're, 21. You're being 21, you're probably economically restricted anyway, most of the time. Aye. You know what I mean? Aye, that's true. And, and you are 21, so, you know, everything else is opened up for you. You can do everything else legally when you hit 21, you know. Yep. So um, that that would be the only thing I think there's is maybe just a wee bit too harsh. But but the progressive nature of it and, and, and working your way through, I actually think's Aye, I think uh, the great. only thing on the progressive thing is I think they should make it, if you've done, once you've done the, the, the test initially, if you've got so if you're seventeen, then you got to go back and redo it again at eight at nineteen for the A two, yeah. then you got to go back at twenty one to do it for your full A. I think there should be some sort of discount in there so that it's no an absolute drain in terms Aye. of costing you up. You know I mean, yeah. well, it's nearly a hundred something quid when you time you add your. Well, I don't know if you'd fit your mod one. I think you'd maybe just stay in mod two, but maybe they do both. But let's Aye. say they do both. Aye. That's like hundred odd quid. Aye, so you've to got do it again and then to do it again, and it's like I don't think that's right. I mean, I think they should discount it in some way. But um, it's a fair point. I did think we'd agree on this one, do you know what I mean? Because I think we're both of that similar ilk, do you know what I mean? That yeah, we can yeah. It's, it's, you, 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 the more you ride, the more you see how stupid folk are. So the more you need to be taught to watch it for yourself. Aye. You know? Aye. You know? Especially a commute, you know? And we've done a lot of commuting in the bikes. and you know, pe- people. And city riding's the city pits, rides. do you know what I mean? You know, um, it's slow. It's would you call it? But if anything, you learn a load. Oh, the amount of close shaves you have before to, just when you filter. Oh, it's just buses, bikes, pedestrians. Do you yeah, know? Glasgow city centre is just like a, it's like a, a an assault course. Aye, it's, it's no, just no a couple of cones and a bit of tarmac. No, you know. What about you? Eighty twenty then. Eighty twenty. Eighty twenty. Tough. Aye, it's just tough enough. Just tough enough. 
couple of wee tweaks here and there, maybe yeah. cheeky discount, and we'll be. And it good, would to be hear, ideal. good to hear your thoughts, folks, are listening. You know, aye, what you think? Have you I just have you just been through that? You know, you know, was it was it as tough as it sounds on paper? Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing. As it's tough now, I mean, you've been through that, really, haven't you? So I've been through it, but again, five years ago, and a lot. You I mean a lot of that's changed, and the roads have changed, riders have changed, drivers have changed. Aye. There's maybe more cyclists. So you I mean what's the? Yeah, we're good to get that input. We're good yeah. to get some feedback. So that's us, episode one. In the bag, as they say, um, that was well, quite painless actually. It was quite, lovely. It's great to just that. sit and chat and I know. you know shoot the breeze. Hope uh, if you were listening, you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I absolutely you know, agree. If uh, tell your friends, post it on all your bike blogs, Facebook pages. That's it. You know, we'll need to do that actually. Yeah, and that's probably something. Again, we're just starting, so yeah. please be patient. We will Instagram, get a, Facebook. We'll get a Facebook and Instagram set up. TikTok. For TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's how I pass two hours of my life in an instant. I know. It's like a time machine. TikTok. It's like the new Reddit. You know, sometimes when Reddit came out and it's like oh, the front aye. page of the internet, and you just go, all of a sudden you've got long hair, a, a beard, and, you, and go down a, you, a, you go down a rabbit hole. Aye. There's a white, there's a white ball at the back with Wilson's hand on it. You know what I mean? How the hell did that happen? <laughs> maybe, we maybe we could TikTok. Well, I don't know how safe it would be TikTok and bikes, but you never know. Watch no, we'll this. Watch this space. Watch any let's ideas start, of folks send them in. Right, we'll start with Facebook and Instagram, Absolutely. and then we'll take it for there. Perfect. Anyway, cool. That's, that. that's us. All done. No need. We need a tagline. I'm pretty sure we come up with a good tagline. I'm sure they'll say, being a the the gentleman that we are, you know. Aye. Yeah. Again, I think like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Absolutely. But I think we need a mantra. Okay. Ian, what do you think the mantra should be? Well, I think what we'll go for is until next time, folks, remember, only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window. <laughs> Genius. You see? And I thought that bit was going to be too rough as well. Hey! hey! <laughs> and on that bombshell. And on that bombshell, folks. Thanks for listening, folks. Speak soon.